Good morning, everybody. A uh, overriding theme in this week's Torah portion, which will begin with a question. After the Ten Commandments, the revelation of Mount Sinai, which takes place in today's Torah reading, we have uh, like uh, the, the denouement, they call it, the end, of, after the climax. And what is there in tomorrow's Torah reading? Tomorrow's Torah reading ends with the laws of the building of the Mizbeach, the altar, which seems completely and totally out of place. What's it doing there? Later on, next week we're going to have all these civil laws in Mishpatim, okay, how to live as a civil human being. And then right after that, you're going to have the building of all of the, the Mishkan, the tabernacle, all of its vessels, everything that belonged there, etc. And then the week after that, you're going to have the garments of the Kohen, Kohanim, Described the Parshas Tetzaveh. That's a reasonable progression. Why all of a sudden pull out of that whole progression and suddenly stick the Mizbeach here at the end of Parshas Yisro? Where, where does it fit in over here that the Mizbeach is the end and the conclusion of Parshas Yisro? Anybody want to take a stab at that? That's right, Matan, you always have something to say. Well, I, that was my question. Again, so uh, yes, why? I asked why. I didn't ask what. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, so what's the answer? What did you just answer? I don't know. It turns out that the message and the theme of this entire Torah portion, as has been the theme throughout this week, is making sure that your overarching spirituality manifests itself in actual deed. It, you shouldn't just remain, because the, the result of that normally would be that you'll bifurcate your spiritual life from your quote-unquote physical life. You'll see them as two completely separate entities, and it's possible that you'll be in a heightened state of spirituality when you're being spiritual, and then when you're being physical, hey, Sunday's the big game. Hey, you're not allowed to say what it's called, right? Or I can get sued. There's like rights, I have to pay uh, royalties if I say what it's called. So it's just a big game. So Sunday's the big game, right? So we'll come to shul in the morning, we'll daven, and then, oh, I'm going to party like there's no tomorrow. Don't bifurcate the two. In fact, we see that in the first three words of the Ten Commandments. Anochi Hashem Elokecha. Anochi, I you would think that the Ten Commandments would start with Hashem's name. Instead, it starts with the pronoun I. Because we're talking about a revelation of Hashem's light that transcends even the idea of a name. Once you have a name, a name is automatically a manifestation. That's an outgrowth. You use names as identifiers so that other people can identify you. Unless you're a rapper, 
you generally don't speak of yourself in the third person. You don't call yourself by name. You talk about yourself, you say I or me. So your true essence is expressed in the word Anochi. And Anochi, of course, is the acronym Hashem declares that he has, so to speak, inscribed his soul, anthropomorphically speaking, in this book, in this Torah. Anochi. So the Ten Commandments starts with a revelation of light transcendent to such an extent that it has no relativity to creation. It's the absolute essence of Hashem. What's the second word of the Ten Commandments? Yudke Vavke, Hashem's ineffable name. That is already that's God's infinite light, but as it manifests itself as a light. So automatically, it's in a state because it's a light. I saw this in the Mimer this week. By definition, because it's a light, its purpose is to illuminate. So it's already thinking of where it's lighting up. It's no longer, so to speak, totally aloof from creation. It's now manifesting itself in creation. The third word of the Ten Commandments, Elokecha, which is Elokim. Elokim is the numerical value of Hateva, nature. So we have this progression, the essence of Hashem, the essential light of Hashem, that has a relativity to creation, and then we have actual creation, nature, the natural progression and the natural revelation of light. Those three words indicate to us that ultimately the purpose of Anochi, the reason why Hashem says the Ten Commandments, the reason why Hashem reveals Himself on Mount Sinai, and in essence the reason why Hashem creates creation, is that ultimately that essential light should progress down to Elokecha, to Elokim, to the place where it becomes part and parcel of a physical world. No more is that more apparent than there was nothing more physical in the service in the temple, in the Mishkan, the Beis HaMikdash, than the sacrifices that were brought on the altar. That was the most earthy experience you could have in the Beis HaMikdash. Taking actual animals, slaughtering them and sacrificing them. This was like the most earthy, it's the species that is below human. Taking all those species elevating them and making them part of uh, godliness. And so the Torah says, you just experienced the greatest spiritual high that humanity could ever experience. You experienced the revelation of Mount Sinai. As a result, you may be so adamant, so beyond the beyond, that you can't even fathom a physical world anymore. Torah portion ends. No, 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 no. The earthiest of earthy. Build them as Beach. Make sure you tie this down to a physical world. And that's really our purpose. And of course, for us, it can go the other way around. Because we're in such a quest for a transcendent spirituality, so we may say to ourselves, since I can't reach that epiphany, the highest of I, maybe I should just not bother. No. Ultimately, Hashem's purpose is the physical mitzvahs. Put another nickel in the pushka. Find another year to put on tefillin. Uh, uh, put a mezuzah up on a door. Make a bracha on food. All of those things are really the purpose of the revelation at Mount Sinai to transform the physical into the spiritual. May we successfully fulfill that mission 
once and for all, and that it'll be the Torah Chadasha Meiti Teitzei. Tomorrow's uh, Ten Commandments will be an event that'll be so powerful, so intense, so incredible that it'll be learning the Torah from Mashiach, who will bring us the revelation of Mashiach and the Geula Amitis Vashlema, and we'll find ourselves celebrating at the base of Miglus this Shabbos, even before Shabbos starts, with the coming of Mashiach now. Amen. Amen. L'chaim, everybody, and good Shabbos.